I want to say it's been a great joy these last two days. And if this is your first time with us over the weekend, we want to welcome you. We've been discussing the doctrine of faith. This is one of the most important teachings we can learn. Namely, because without it, without faith, you can't please the Lord. Without faith, you cannot be connected and cooperate with Him. Yesterday, we defined faith as seeing reality as God sees it. 看到神所看到的实际。Seeing reality as God sees it and acting as it's real. 按照你所看到的那个实际来行出来,就是信心。For example, 譬如,How do you know if it's God's will to heal the sick? 你怎么知道神的旨意要医治有病的人呢? You have no way of knowing if this person whom you're praying for, God will heal. 你不知道你为他祷告的这个人,神会不会医治他。The only way you could know this, 你能够肯定的唯一的途径,is if God were to show you that it was His will that they be healed. 就是神向你显明,这是他的旨意要医治这一个人。That impartation of understanding what His will is, 那个, is what faith is,就是信心的根据了。It's the ability to see what God's will is about a particular situation,就是能够在一个特殊情况下明白神的旨意是什么。And act,然后, accordingly,按照神所启示的旨意而行,因为这是真的。Because it's true,启示的旨意而行,因为这是真的。that's our definition of faith. I believe this simply, clearly explains what the Bible means when it uses the word faith. Faith is acting like something is true. Because to you it is. And when God speaks, it is true. He does not lie. And we can trust what he says to us. But, often many of us use the word faith or believe. And we agree with what we are we believe to be the truth. We agree that But do you act accordingly? If you don't act according to the truth, you don't believe the truth. And this is the very essence of what the Bible talks about when it talks about faith. If you believe something to be true, you act as if it is true. Faith produces corresponding works. We sing a hymn. I know you have it. We sang it yesterday. Trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus. Trust and obey. Now you and I look at those words, three words, trust and obey. And we say, trust and obedience are two different things. No, no. 
They are the two parts of faith. You don't really trust if you don't obey. You obey because you trust. So trust without obedience is not real faith. It's just head knowledge. Now today, I want to direct your attention to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 17. And I want us to look at verses 14 through 21. I want to speak on the relationship, on relationship and faith. Matthew chapter 17, begin reading with verse 14. 我带他到你们这里那里他们却不能医治他耶稣说暗暗的到耶稣跟前说为什么我不能做这个或者做那个？为什么我不能把这个鬼赶出去？为什么我们不能把这个鬼赶出去？为什么我们不能把这个鬼赶出去？为什么我们不能把这个鬼赶出去？为什么我们不能把这个鬼
我们如果不小心，我们就会做当时门徒所做的事儿。We will want a formula. 我们会想要得到一个工程师。And the apostle said to the Lord Jesus in Luke seventeen five. 路加十七章第五节啊。Increase our faith. 门徒对主说：“加增我们的信心吧。” Just do something so we can have more faith, Jesus. 主耶稣啊，求你在我里头动工，好叫我的信心可以加增。And that's why you've endured to the end. 所以你一直忍耐到到到底啊。You hope that I will give you. 你你盼望我能够给你 five step or seven step plan. 也许五五个步骤或者七个步骤能够加增信心。That will cause your faith to grow. 使你的信心能够增长。But unfortunately, 但但很不幸的 ，there is no such plan. 没有没有这样的五个步骤，没有这样的计划。There is no formula by which you can increase your faith. 没有简单工程式，你可以把信心一下子就。Let me save you some money. 让我省你点钱。When you go to a Christian bookstore, 当你到一个基督徒书店 ，or you go online， 或者你上网去买书 ，to find a book， 要找一本。On how to increase your faith. 呃，如何加深你信心的书的时候 ，If it says anything like a seven-step, ten-step, three-step, 如果他说什么三步、五步、八步，你就 Don't buy it. 你就别浪费钱了。It won't work. 因为行不通的。The Bible does not lay out faith in that way. 圣经不是这样子教导信心的。And as you go through this story tonight, this afternoon, this afternoon, when we look at this story, you'll see why God did not design faith to work like that. You'll see why God did not design faith to work like that. Yesterday and Friday night, we defined what faith or belief is. 昨天跟礼拜五，我们已经下定义什么是信心了。What is unbelief? 那什么是小信或者是不信呢 ？Because Jesus attributed their failure. 因为耶稣把他们的失败 to a lack of unbelief or to a lack of faith. 归咎于他们的小信或者缺乏信心。In verse twenty, he says, 二十节啊，他们说 ，because of your unbelief. 这是因为你们信心小。So what is unbelief? 什么是小信 ？That's important that we understand the context of the story. 我明白这个故事上下文很重要。I want to draw your attention to the very first verse of chapter nine. 我要你注意到第九章。Chapter nine of Luke. I'm sorry. Luke chapter nine, verse one. Now, what's so important about Luke chapter nine? Luke chapter nine, what's so important about Luke? It's the chapter in which Luke records this same event. Oh, this is Luke also records the same event. And in Luke chapter nine, near the end of the chapter, you will find this same story. Luke chapter nine, and following, thirty-seven and following. Let's read verse one of the ninth chapter. 看看九章第一节，路加福音。耶稣叫齐了十二个门徒，给他们能力、权柄、制服一切的鬼，医治各样的病。And the Bible tells us that they were successful. 圣经告诉我们，他们赶鬼很成功啊。Wherever they went, 他们所到之处 ，and preached the gospel of the kingdom, they cast out devils and healed the sick. 他们传扬神的国，他们医治病人，而且赶鬼啊，到处赶鬼。So it's not surprising they go to Jesus and ask him the question. 所以他们去问耶稣这个问题，并不叫人惊惊讶啊。The question, why could we not cast out the devil? 所以他们问，为什么我们赶不出这个鬼呢 ？Means they were puzzled. 意思就是他们很困惑。They could not understand what had happened. 他们不明白为什么赶不出去。And、of course, they didn't understand because just a few weeks earlier they. Had had the ability. They couldn't understand because a few weeks ago they had the ability to cast out devils. What happened? Now how did they do it? How could we lose this power? 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 How could we l
Do you know what all that means? It means they did believe they could cast out that devil. That's why they asked Jesus the question. They're amazed. They don't understand. We thought that we could do this. We did it a few weeks earlier. We were sure we could do it. That's why they're asking the question. If they knew the answer, they wouldn't have asked. Therefore, they did have faith. Let me ask you this. 好, 请问, if it had been you, 如果是你的话, and just a few weeks, a few months earlier, 或几个礼拜, 或几个月前, every demon possessed person, you met, you cast that devil out. And here comes a little, a little boy. 现在来一个小小男孩, I mean, how big can the demon be? 这个小男孩身上的鬼有多大? And, and, and the father brings this demon-possessed boy to you. 这个爸爸把这个被鬼附的小男孩带到你面前。What are you going to do? 你会怎么办? You're going to remember. 你会记得,对不对? Well, I've done this before. 我曾经赶过鬼。And you start to try to cast out the demon, right? Believing that you can do it. 你, You've got a history of doing it. But it didn't happen. 但, 但, and they don't understand why. If they anticipated or expected it to happen, it means they had faith. When they prayed for that boy, they believed he would be healed. Therefore, the answer to our question, what is unbelief? Is not the absence of faith, but a faith misplaced. Had I not told you this already, and I asked you what's unbelief, you'd say it's the absence of faith. Right? It's logical. It's got to be the opposite of faith. No faith. Never. Why do I say that? Because we all have faith. Every person born has the ability to trust. Do you remember yesterday we discussed this? Even a rain, terrible sinner. Exercises faith every day. He gets in his or her automobile, turns it on, believing it's going to come on. He exercises faith in other people. He knows people in his social network. He Finds trustworthy. He depends or she depends on others. That's faith. I mean, how many of you sat down in that pew worried it wouldn't hold you up? Not at all. Not a one of you. And you didn't even think about it. You just sat down. You took it by faith. The word that Jesus uses here, unbelief, always means a trust or a faith in someone or something other than God. 
In Matthew 17, when he says, "Because of your unbelief," he's not telling the disciples they have no faith. But their faith is not in God. Their faith was in something else. To not trust God means you have to believe a lie about God. Now we need to stop right here and think. If you're not trusting Jesus, for example, 譬如, Jesus said, if you come to me, 耶稣说, I won't cast you away. I'll receive you. If you come and say, take my life, I want to live for you. If you don't receive that invitation and come, it doesn't mean you don't have faith. It means you don't have faith in God. But you're trusting something. You're trusting you. There is no such a such a person that doesn't have any faith at all. And the reason today we don't trust God like we ought to. The reason, the question, how can I increase my faith is so important. Is not because we don't have faith. The problem is we find God untrustworthy. In some way, we do not believe God can be trusted about something. One of the most important verses in the entire New Testament is Romans chapter 1 25. Now watch this. The most trustworthy person in the entire universe is who? Who? The Lord God. Why do we say that? Because we believe the Bible says he cannot lie. There's no variableness, the Bible says. He, he's not like a man that can change his mind. Every one of us in this room, we can change our mind and go back on our words. Every one of us has the capacity to deceive. Not just one another, but ourselves. It's one thing to tell lies, but to turn around and believe your own lie. So here is God, the most trustworthy person in the entire universe. What must take place if you don't trust the most trustworthy person? You've got to believe a lie. About it. Let's read Paul is trust 
tracing back to the very beginning. And he's showing us the root of unbelief. Where it all started. Back in the garden. As Satan is lying to Eve. He's accusing God of not being good. God's not being fair to you. Did God tell you you can't eat of any tree? This tree called the knowledge of good. You know why he told you that? Not because you'll die. Because you'll be like him. You won't need to depend upon him to know what is good and what is bad. But if you eat this tree, you won't need God to tell you what's good. He's trying to keep it all to himself. He doesn't want you to be like him. This is, this is all in that statement. More he thought about it, well, hey, I don't need God to tell me that's good and that's not good. I can do that. What happened at that moment? She stopped believing that God was good. That somehow God's command not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Was a act of God's unkindness. Trying to keep all of this for himself. Keeping these human beings dependent upon God alone. God's not good. And so she, she exchanged the truth of God for what? A lie. And what happens when, when you do that? Paul says, you start worshiping and serving the creature, not the creator. You put your faith, you take your faith away from God. And you direct it to someone or something. Because you believe that someone or something will be better, will be kinder, will be more good to you than God. So when God said to those disciples, the reason you couldn't cast out the devil is not because you don't have faith. You don't have faith in me. You don't trust me. You don't believe the truth about me. You believe a lie about me. Now listen to me. I'm going to tell you why you sin. You sin because you do not believe God can provide for you as good as that thing you're tempted with. If you believe God was as good as he says he is, for you, for you, why would you go over here and try something that's Inferior doesn't make sense, does it? Well, you're right. Sin never makes sense.
Because it believes that God is not as good as this inferior thing over here. And that's why we sin. You never stop trusting God until you believe the lie about God. You never stop trusting God. Until you first believe a lie about God. That's what unbelief is. It's believing a lie about God. Now do you see why God hates unbelief? Do you see why at the root of all sin is this terrible thing called unbelief? Well, let's go back to Matthew 17, 20. And see what Jesus said in order to see faith working, operating in your life. He said, pure faith is required. Let's look at verse 20. Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible to you. Now, we have wrongly got caught up on the size of faith. In the past, when reading or hearing a message about this verse, our immediate focus is on size. We interpret Jesus as saying, you just, you just need a little bit of faith. Just, just, it don't take much. Don't take much. And so we get hung up on the size factor. All Jesus is saying, He's speaking about the purity of faith. Another way of saying it would be like this. If you have a drop of pure faith, that's all you need. Size has nothing to do with it. It's all about purity. The reason it doesn't take very much faith it's because faith is faith. If it's pure faith in God, it's enough. You don't need any more faith. What you need to make sure is your faith is pure. Our faith is often adulterated, polluted. And here's our problem. Our faith in God is mixed with faith in ourselves. Here's your problem. You're trying to trust in God and you at the same time. This is exactly the problem of the apostles. When they approached this little boy with this demon in him, they had no faith in God, but they had plenty of faith in themselves. That's why they are surprised the demon does not leave. They believe they had the power to exercise the demon. 
based upon their previous experience and successes.根据他们从前的成功，从从前的经历，他们认为可以干过。They believe they possess the power to do this.他们认为自己有能力可以干过。They weren't trusting God for the answer.他们不是在信靠神给的答案。They were trusting in their own ability.那是在信靠自己的能力和经验。Do you know what that is?你知道那是什么？It's called faith in faith.这个叫做相信信心。I believe I can do that.我相信我能够做。it's faith in your own faith.这是相信自己的自信。And that's polluted.这是被玷污的。这是败坏的。It's not faith in God.这不是信靠神。And so,所以they could not succeed at casting out the.所以他们不能够成功的把鬼赶走。And I suggest to you this afternoon.今天下午我向你提议。This is our struggle as well.这也是我们的挣扎。we want to trust in God, but we're not sure if God will come through for us. And so we pray, Lord, I ask you to do this, and we tag on the words, add the words. If it be your will, why do we add those words? If it be your will, oh, because Jesus did it. How many times did he do it? One time, the only time we have Jesus saying, Not my will, but thy will be done. And he didn't pray it because he didn't know what God's will was. He knew the Father's will. And he was bringing himself in submission to it. Why do you add the words, if it be your will? Because you don't know what God's will is. And you give yourself a safety net. In case the prayer doesn't get answered. I got an escape. God's will. Oh, it must not be God's will. That's not pure faith in God. That's faith in you. Trying to exercise faith in God. And it will not work. What God requires of us this afternoon is not much faith, pure faith, a faith that is not mixed with faith in yourself. If I ask you, how do you know you've got faith? How would you answer? Most of us would have difficulty answering that question. And we would eventually have to say something like this. Well, I feel like I've got faith. Well, how reliable are your emotions? All you are trusting in is an emotion. I have an emotion that I believe God. Faith in faith. <laughs> how do you know when Jesus, how do you know Christ saved you? Well, because I asked him to. Well, how do you know he did it? Because I felt something. You're trusting your eternity on something you felt? I know people that when they were soundly, truly converted, didn't feel a thing. But there was a change in their lives. Why? Because they exercised faith in God and acted like it. 
You're sitting there waiting for an emotion. You're going to find an emotion sooner or later. A terrorizing fear will come upon you. When you stand before God, naked, without excuse. That's the emotion you're going to feel. Jesus did not say when you feel like it. And thereby believe you are saved. Now listen. He said, take me at my word. And act upon it. To believe means to commit yourself to God. Refusing to trust in you, but trust completely in Him. How many of you are doing that this afternoon? You've put your past, your present and your future, all into the hands of God. And said, be pleased to do with me anything you want to do. And you mean it. And from that moment on, as God leads you and directs you, you follow. Not perfectly, not without struggle, but in the end, you say, God, my Father, I trust you more than anyone else or anything else. I do believe your will is better than anything else. I trust that you're too good to be unkind. And too wise to make a mistake. I'm going to follow you. That, my dear friend, means a whole lot more than any experience you might have. The devil will give you any experience you want to have. He can imitate any of these kinds of things. There are groups of people who call themselves Christians. They're called the Latter-day Saints of Jesus Christ, Mormons. And they believe in an experience called the warming of the heart. They'll get alone and they meditate and pray until they feel this feeling in the inside of them. How dangerous. Satan can manifest himself as an angel of light if you are to know Christ, you must trust him, take him for what he has said. He is as good as he says he is. He's as gracious as he says he is. He's as glorious as he says he is. And he's as great as he says he is. And it doesn't take a great deal of faith. All it takes is pure faith. No trusting me and God. A complete abandonment of self. How many of you have ever said this? I am my own worst enemy. Anybody? In, nobody but me. I'm only one got a hand up. Here. I have said that about myself. I'm my own worst enemy. Why would I want to trust me then? Why do I put so much confidence in me? That is the number one hindrance to every one of us today. 
What God requires of you this afternoon is this. Are you listening? Say amen. I've got about five of you listening. Please listen. What God requires of you is to take a blank piece of paper. Sign your name at the bottom. And give it to God. And let him fill in the rest. That's faith. That's faith in God. That's pure faith. That's the kind of faith that can say to a mountain, you be moved from here to here, and it will move. There's no trust of self in it. There are people in this room right now, I know it. You claim to be a Christian. But you will only follow Christ when you can see where he's leading you. So many of us will pray this prayer. Oh, Father, please show me your will. Show me so I can do your will. Translated. Show me your will so I can decide whether or not I want to do it. Tell me beforehand so I can analyze it and see if, if it's safe. He doesn't work that way. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. He wants you to resign from the control of your life. And turn it over to him. Let him fill in the page. Now, when I was here in October, I gave an illustration, and I want to repeat it. It involves our daughter, Victoria. Victoria is Down syndrome. And very low functioning. Her intelligence levels very, very low. She requires 24 hour supervision seven days a week. My wife and I just cannot trust anyone to take care of her if we both have to be gone. And so if there's those rare occasions where we have to both be gone, we'll sit down and make a list. Who do we believe can take care of Victoria? 就会给给个名单，哪些人我们可以信任来照顾他的人啊？列列下这些人来。Do we think this couple can? 呃，这这对夫妻能吗？嗯，Not sure。嗯，不太肯定，嗯，不信任。What about this couple? Yeah，这这对夫妻行行行，他们可以。What about this couple? 这这对夫妻，嗯，没问题。Which one of these do we want to call and ask if they can take care of Victoria？到底哪一对夫妻我们要打电话给他们，请他们帮忙照顾？Now watch this. 好，注意啊。We believe two couples. 我们相信两对夫妻。We select one. 我们就其中一对我们要选择。I believe. 我相信。Watch my words. I believe. 我信。They can care for her. 他们可以照顾我女儿。Am I believing them and trusting them with Victoria? You understand my question? Am I trusting them with Victoria? I believe they can do it. But how do I know that I'm really trusting them? When I, when I take Victoria and put them in her hand, their hands, and walk away. Now, trusting them. Before, I believed. Purely intellectual. 
Was I exercising faith in them? 我有没有真正的运用信心在他们身上？ No. 还没有。If you say yes, 你说已经运用了。You've just proven to yourself you do not understand the biblical word faith. 你证明了你不明白圣经里的信是什么意思。Faith is not just believing something to be true. 不仅仅是头脑里头相信哪件事情是真的而已。It goes one step beyond. 还有更进一步，信心是 and acting 就是行出来 that it's true. 把你所相信的实际的行出来才是真正的信，那是信心。Now listen as we conclude this session. 好，注意啊，当我们要结束的时候，做结论了。Have you done that with Christ? You 有没有这样对待基督呢 ？I not only believe you can save me. 我我相信你能够拯救我。I not only believe you died on the cross and rose from the dead. 我我我相信你死在十字架，从死里复活了。But I believe you so much. 我信靠你到一个地步。That I've got to do something. 我必须采取行动。I've got to put you. Myself into your care. 我必须把我自己放在你的怀中。现在我的生命在此，我交托给你。Whatever you want to do with me. 凭你旨意而行。你要做什么 ？I'm yours. 我是属你的。I'm trusting you. 我在信赖你，信靠你。That is that mustard-sized faith he was talking about. 这就是他所讲的芥菜种的信心。You don't need a Bucket load of it. You don't need a big bucket of faith. It's just got to be the real kind. You need the real kind. One little bit. Just a little bit. Because it's the same as a whole bucket. Because that little bit of faith is just like a whole bucket. Faith is faith. 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 How our faith can start to increase. Oh, we come back later, and then we'll talk about how our Lord, we are taking your word, your, your scriptures. And we're reasoning. We're proving with. The Bible, what faith is. We we're from the Bible proving what faith is. And what unbelief is? What is faith? For some, this may be difficult. For for some people, this may be difficult. Partly, it's because is it not, Lord? We've been wrongly taught. Because, 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 I pray you help my friends here today. 主求你帮助我们这里的朋友 ，to not take me at my word. 不不要就是囫囵吞枣。Take you at your word. 那是吃下你的话，接受你的话。Help us to see once again you're trustworthy. 帮助我们再次看见你是何等的可靠。And and and Lord, I'm asking that you will make this understandable. 主啊，也让我们能够明白，听明白。Give us the Holy Spirit. 赐我们圣灵的帮助。That we might understand. 好，叫我们能够有悟性，明白。奉耶稣基督名祷告。Amen. Amen.